So I had this really great intro. It only took me a few times to record it without messing up. And then Dear Love happened and I have to basically record the intro all over because, disclaimer, this episode involved drinks and that was a complete fail. We had a great time in the process though. So we had to recover and try it all over again. So grab your popcorn and grab a drink because we're talking about love and our outlooks on it. We usually have two different views on things, but we agreed a good bit as it relates to love. And by we, I mean my best friend, Anitra. So if you tuned in to the Instagram live that we recorded while trying to record the podcast, then you already know how this this um fail (laughs) went so there's two parts to it uh the part that we recorded while we were drinking and then we had to redo it so (laughs) enjoy dear love all right so it's recording now okay and seriously this is Three hours later than what we were supposed to record. And yeah. I, I have no excuse. I have no reason. She got I have a reason. I don't. We started, we were supposed to record at 7 p.m. And it's 10.25. We have been on Instagram Live for three hours with difficulties and situations and it wasn't me shaggy it wasn't me (laughs) so here we are and we're going to attempt to get into the subject of love so you guys check this out right let's talk about love let's dig deep into love and first we're going to start with our host Miss Sincerely Angie May herself, and she's going to tell us about her experience of love and what it means to her to to love and to be in love and the difference between love as a child or young person versus a full-fledged woman, what her experience is of love. So I hope you guys are ready to hear about her love because I definitely am ready to hear about love from Angie May. So let's go. Talk to us about love. So just to, I mean, full disclosure, I did not come from a family who expressed love on a daily basis. I did not hear I love you every day or hugs or kisses. That's not where I come from. So in my version of love, (laughs) I'm not coming from an experience standpoint. I'm coming from a learning, I should say, standpoint. Anitra herself can speak from that standpoint. And just an FYI, we have been drinking. We, we been have drinking. been recording for three hours on Instagram Live, but never started the podcast. So this we're starting now, and this is what you get. 
So let me tell you what Angie made is a little bit wrong. I am a very loving person per se. Well, if you really know me, if you're one of my people, then I am loving. Other people may not say the same, but my mom is not an emotional person. So I don't think that I got a whole bunch of I love you. I I love you. <laughs> I love yous from her. But I did experience love. I saw my parents love on each other. I saw them, you know, say I love you to each other. I saw them kiss each other, even in the time frame when I was like, ew, don't kiss my mommy. Don't kiss my daddy type of thing. I did experience that. Um, my grandparents were very affectionate. My aunts, uncles, everybody was very affectionate. So I definitely saw that. And I have a daughter, she's 10, and I tell her I love her all day long. I'm very affectionate with her. She's very affectionate with me um, because I want to show her love and I want her to know it and hear it all the time so that she knows what love really is and what it it feels like. But with that being said, I want to get back to host extraordinaire, my bestie boo. And I want to hear her talk about her experience of love, not just what she didn't experience. I want to know what she did experience. So since I did not experience the, I love you daughter, or I love you. You're my child. I love you. I did not get that. So becoming a woman and feeling love from a man, I was able to learn how to love myself even more than I already did, as well as being able to say that I know how it feels to really receive love from someone. And because I did not receive that daily love, I also heard about, not that I heard, but I well, I guess I did hear, but my co not co-workers, my classmates, they would say things about love. And so I just kind of took from them and I just kind of stemmed from what they told me about and what they experienced. And I kind of knew what to expect from love as well as what to, what to, I guess expect from love is the only aspect that I could come from, from hearing it. Now, because I did not experience it growing up, I did not have somebody telling me they love me constantly and or showing me constantly. I was able to know that, okay, since I did not get this, this is what I want. Anitra? I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, it's real, okay? I, I worked all day. I came over here and drank with this. So let me tell y'all, this is love. This right here is definitely love because otherwise I'd be sleep because my friends know I like sleep. I like to sleep. It makes me feel good. That's love to me. That's the universal <laughs> love to me. <laughs> okay. Sleep. All right. So we let's get to the point because we have been here for about four, three hours now. Let's get to the point. As it relates to a man loving a woman, Anitra, how do you feel? 
Okay, so let me just piggyback a little bit off of what Angie said. So growing up, my dad was never perfect, but my mom and dad have been married for, um, at this point, like 38, 39 years. Um, like I said, he was never perfect, but I've always had my dad in the home, right? So my expectation of love was that the man was there, that he took care of his family, that he provided and that his presence was there. My dad worked overnight, but my daddy always did stuff for my sister and I. It was never, I never heard, oh, I'm too tired or no, I can't do it. That was never the situation. He was always present. So for me growing up, that equated to love. And even now as an adult, time equals love for me. If I love you, if I think that you love me, then we must spend time together because that's nurturing the love to me. So as it relates to a man and a woman in love, um, I definitely think that love in itself is an action word. So I think that the love is in your actions. I think that the way that you care for me, I think that the way that you spend time with me, I think the way that you cater to me, I think the way that you speak to me, I think that the way that you act in in relation to me equals love. If you don't spend time with me, if you're not willing to nurture this thing called love, if you're not really willing to cultivate the love, then that's not really love to me. If we don't spend time together, then I, I can't get to that place of, of love because time equals love to me. So the more time that we spend and I legit feel those emotional feelings for you, then, um, yeah, that's love. Because anybody who knows me knows that if um, I love you, I want to spend time with you. And everybody that I have loved or really liked, we would spend a lot of time together. And if I don't really care for you that much, well... Maybe you'll get a text or two, but <laughs> you're not getting any of my time. So, so your if you had to take the um, the test, okay. the quiz, mm -hmm. um, the, the love languages. Yes, your your love language would be quality time. It would definitely be quality time and like affirmation or or something like that. Like I need those things. I need you to show me. And I need you to, to tell me. I don't need gifts. I don't. I mean, yeah, gifts are nice. I'm a woman, so yeah, I like gifts. But I don't need that. That doesn't equate love to me because I feel like you can buy something for anybody. But if you actually spend your time for me, because time is something you can't get back. Mm -hmm. You can never get that back. So if you're willing to spend your time with me, that says something for me. It means something to me. So do you think that you've found your soulmate yet? Now, see, this is an interesting thing. I used to think that soulmate equaled romantic love, but I don't think that anymore. I think that your soulmate, because to me, that says somebody that you connect with, with your soul. I don't think it has to be romantic love. So in that from that standpoint, I absolutely think that I found my soulmates. It's more than one person. As far as romantic love, I don't know because he don't love me back. <laughs> so I think <laughs> I have to tell the truth. He don't love me back. I think that to an extent, yeah, he loves me, but he don't love me like that, you know. 
Um, I've said that. I, I stand by that, that he does not love me back. It's heartbreaking. But, you know, what can I do about it? You know, I guess I thought unrequited love, I believe is the word for it. I thought that only happened on TV. But it's happening to me in real life because he don't love me back. Anitra. So I thought he was the one. You know, I've heard that, like, there's the three loves or whatever. And I had the little young love, puppy love, first love or whatever. Like, I absolutely loved him. But that was 19, 20, 21, 22-year-old Anitra. You know, I'm a grown woman now. So, you know, it's totally different. And then um, I had a love that was absolutely, like, fly off the seat of your pants, like, I've never experienced this kind of stuff before, but very tumultuous love. I've experienced that. And this one here, I thought was the one. Even if you ask me now, I would say, like, the one. But you can't be the one for a person who don't love you back. So I guess he's not the one. I guess maybe that shit don't exist. I don't know. I need somebody to help me out because I don't know. So you believe that you have met your soulmate is what you're saying? Yeah, I guess so. I had a conversation with a dude one time and we talked about soulmates and stuff and such. And I told him that I thought I had met my soulmate. And he said, well, what does that leave for the person who is supposed to be the person that you marry? If you tell that person that you've met your soulmate, what does that leave for them? What is Marriage that? and a life together. But if they know that they're not your soulmate, what kind of hope does that give that person? So, like I said, I think that the word soulmate um, and the idea of a soulmate is subjective. Because I don't think that soulmate, we all make it out to be romantic, but that's not what it is. A soulmate is a person that your soul connects with. Mm -hmm. And every person you connect with might not be the one, might not be the person that you were supposed to be with. Your lifetime partner and your soulmate don't have to be one and the same. They serve different purposes. I could say that my best friends are my soulmates because they know me. Mm -hmm. They know me inside and out. They know the good, the bad, the ugly. They've been there with me through all kinds of situations. They may know me better than I know myself. They know what I'm going to say before I say it. And X, Y, and Z, that is definitely a soul connection. Like, I love my best friends. No, it's not a romantic love, but I love them. You know, it is a... A definitely a soul connection. So I believe that they are my soul mates. Um, I don't believe that you have to have one. I don't believe that it has to be romantic all the time. Because that romantic shit ain't all that it cr it's cracked up to be. <laughs> Let me just say that. Because again, did I tell y'all that I love somebody that don't love me back? Okay. Oh, gosh. So... You know that in life, and you spoke on this earlier, that you have th three loves. You mm -hmm. know, you have the puppy love, the love that teaches you something, and then your true love. Do you mm -hmm. believe that? I don't know. Because I have, and not to tell on myself or make it seem like, you know, I've dealt with, been in a relationship with, or talked to a lot of people, but... <sighs> 
Every person that I've talked to, I have not loved them. It hasn't been a romantic or extremely romantic love connection. Um, and I mean, your true love, they should love you back, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's a weird situation for me because I definitely had the puppy love. Like my college boyfriend. Um, yeah, I just had a conversation about him earlier today. He was like, um, <laughs> he was number one. <laughs> he was um, number one in my book for lots of things. Okay. And I loved him. I moved from one city to another for him. I defied my parents for him. Um, I went through all kinds of stuff for that love. Mm -hmm. The love that taught me something. It didn't teach me the lesson that I thought that it would. It taught me about myself and it taught me about things that I would tolerate and places that I could go that maybe I wouldn't want to go. It definitely taught me a lot. This third one has taught me a lot as well. Um, but do I know that this is the true love? Nah, I don't know. Because like I said, if he's my true love, he should love me back. He don't love me back. He loves me, but he doesn't love me like that. So, I mean, we're not together. So I don't know if I, I believe that. Or maybe one of them wasn't really love, but it all felt like love to me. Okay. <laughs> so t- that was a complete fail. Uh, drinks and recording the podcast is probably not the best idea. So we're going to try this again. What you just heard, we did kind of talk about it for a little bit, but it was a situation. So now we are going to give you the real our real outlook on love. Anitra. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said before, Anitra and I, we are best friends, but we have totally different views on a lot of things. And as of today, right now, Anitra's view on love is probably different from what it normally may be. Now, we're not going to get into too many details, <laughs> although she may have said it a million times last night why she feels the way she feels about love right now. But... I don't think my views on love has ever changed as much as hers. (laughs) I don't think that my view on love has ever changed. Like overall, I think that maybe my outlook on love for myself, but overall my belief in love has not wavered at all. So you believe in love? Absolutely. Absolutely believe in love. I promote love. I encourage it. I think that it's a beautiful thing. So I think it's for everybody. Yes. Do I think it's for me? No. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't like me. It doesn't love me back. So, yeah. So would you say that your heart has been broken? Demolished. Broken <laughs> into pieces. Oh, what is it? Obliterated. Obliter- oh, something. <laughs> that word. I'm... I'm not intoxicated this time. I just can't. Um, But yeah, it has been broken. It has been broken into 9 million pieces. Do you think that if your heart has been broken in love, or if your heart hasn't been broken, that you've never truly loved? 
Yes. Really? Yes. I think that... Um, I think that you could have loved a person, but if it ended and you were, it was really love or a real love, then you feel some kind of pain. You feel some kind of weight if that love ended, no matter what the situation may be. And I think that for you to really understand love going forward or the next level that unfortunately, you know, growing pains, you have to go through some kind of hurt and if you tell me that you've never been hurt by love then I would question if you really have been in love you may have loved somebody but being in love I doubt it so I have never been hurt I've never been broken hearted I don't think I I don't because yeah, you've never been in love you don't think I've been in love no that's I why have, I asked you I a have... million times last night <laughs> I, have, I know for a fact that you haven't. <laughs> so, yeah. I have had puppy love. Mm -hmm. And I think that I have experienced the love that teaches you what you want and don't want. Like the, that second love. You know, last night we spoke on the three loves. You get mm -hmm. the first love and then you get the love that teaches you things. And then you find your true love at the end. I think that I have had the first two. I don't think you have had the first one and you're not going to know it until you get it. I think that you've definitely had puppy love. I think that you've definitely had somebody that you really cared about. But because I know you and just knowing some of your background, your history and things like that, I am for sure that you have never been like, Head I'm over in heels love. in love. Head over heels. <laughs> like, why though? Okay, everybody's experience with love is different, True. but my first real heartbreak came from, uh, I guess, you know, my first love. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, if somebody, depending on who listens to your podcast, there may be somebody out there in this world that thinks that they were my first love. They were not, but my actual first love. <laughs> I just had to put that disclaimer out there. But my actual first love was my college boyfriend. And when we broke up, like for real broke up, I felt like, oh my God, I cannot breathe. Like that is the best way for me to describe it. Mm -hmm. And that every second, like I was counting the breaths, like I, I could actually count them. Like they were a tangible thing because it was like, how can I get through each excruciating <laughs> second because I no longer have this love. Uh, it was the worst thing ever. But you're dramatic too, me. though. So, but it was the truth, though. Like, I even people who are not dramatic feel that way when their heart is broken. I've heard people say that though, that um, it, it's, it, it's hard to breathe, it's hard, it's just everything, it feels like it's the end of the world. But so what if you love somebody enough to let them go and it's not a bad breakup? What if it's like, you know, this is just not for me and it's not for you and you so break you up with So you weren't in love then if but it were. You can love I'm I'm saying like there are some situations <laughs> where you people say that. Mm -hmm. I think that it's semi bogus, but then I get it and I get why people say it. I get why people feel that way. Mm -hmm. But if you 
just we can let the situation go like yeah i love you but this isn't for me it isn't working out you know we aren't that right person for each other that's because you know you weren't in love to begin with now everybody that you love you're not supposed to be with that person i mm -hmm. totally agree with that but um yeah, like i said everybody's situation is different but in your situation i know that it is so <laughs> yeah so do you, so because your views on love, <laughs> because you, well, because you think that I have never been in love, mm -hmm. in true love, mm -hmm. do you think that there really are the three stages then? Because I'm of a certain age, do you think that I'll still have to go through the, the second and, well, you said I've never been in love, so I have to go through all three stages in my 30s? I think that you've had the first, which was puppy love. It's not necessarily that um, it may not have been intense. It may not have been that all involved extra thing. I think that you definitely had puppy love. I think that you actually love this guy. Um, the second <laughs> and third, I don't think that you have had. Um, but I also don't think that there are any rules either really there mm -hmm. typically you know you can say that there are the three but we don't just state three people in life that's not typical there's mm -hmm. many people you know in between yeah um but i don't think that there really is any rules either so i don't think that you have to go through each step in order to find it because the next guy that you meet may absolutely be the one in he may never you may never break your heart. You may never experience that. Or you may experience that heartbreak within that relationship. But that doesn't mean that it's going to end. end. Okay. Um, but I think that everybody has or will experience some sort of heartbreak. I think it's inevitable. I think that it happens because when you are in love, you are vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And you I are agree. open and susceptible to things that usually... You are not. And the opposite can be said as well because I've had somebody that I love do something that mm, I didn't mind so much and somebody that I don't like at all do something and it's like, oh uh, yes. my God, why <laughs> would you? So, you know, love makes everything different, I good agree. or bad. I agree. And I, I believe that when I turned 30 that I experienced a love that has caused me to see things differently because before you know I was young but there was a point in life where everything legit was different like the sky was bluer the grass was greener mm -hmm. everything in life was just like happy people made me extremely happy and mm -hmm. things made, I was I was real vulnerable because I was more sensitive to a lot of things and and I think that I had to actually open myself up to being open to allowing myself mm -hmm. to love because I've always been I've seen it around me and I'm the type of person who I I learn from others mistakes so I I had seen bad relationships and I've seen people be crazy and do crazy things behind a guy or for love and I'm like I don't want to do that I don't want to do that I've always I'm yeah. a I'm a control freak to myself. Like, mm -hmm. I'm always trying to make sure this doesn't happen and this doesn't happen. Like, I stay in the same lane when I drive because I feel like if I get out of this, I'm a creature of habit. Yeah. So, I had to actually put myself aside and say, Angela, you deserve to be loved. You deserve to love. And you need to 
put your walls down and you need to be completely open and and ready for it and so I had really at 30 I said that I was gonna try something new and I do believe that I did open myself up for love and I, I have I do have a different outlook on life and things everything is brighter everything is prettier everything is I'm just open I, I feel like I'm I, I was open at that point I think that um to me just <laughs> to, to you me. yeah um and i mean most people probably agree but lots of times people just don't want to admit that they agree with me because <laughs> they think that anitra is just so extra opinionated but whatever but i think that to me you definitely opened yourself up to it so you opened yourself up to not only give love, but to be loved. Mm -hmm. So all the things that you experienced were from the standpoint of a, a woman who was loved. Do I think that there's a big difference between love and in love? Mm -hmm. though? And I think that um, love you can do on purpose and love can grow on you. Mm -hmm. In love, absolutely not. In love is a gut punch. Like you, like, oh my God. I'm in love like when it happens and then if it, it stops it ends it's like a double gut punch like oh my god why is this happening that is hilarious. type of thing but it's the truth it is the absolute truth. issues always an issue <laughs> but yeah I think that so you're what I'm saying is I think that your experience came from a person who was loved and loves being loved and was capable of giving love, but I don't think that you were in love because you can't prepare yourself to be in love. You can't even open yourself up to be in love. You can open yourself up for love and to let it come in, but falling in love is not something that you can control, I guess. Well, I mean, I think if you, like, I was the type of person, oh, he got this, I'm not dealing with that. He got this, I'm not dealing with that. I did not mm -hmm. look past a whole lot. Like, Oh, at, I know. <laughs> so I, you know, I opened myself up and I looked past, I started to look past things, mm -hmm. you know, which, I mean, I, th I do think that you can open yourself up to love. I think, I do believe also that, it, it hits you out of nowhere. You could mm -hmm. just be chilling and, and just living your life and enjoying your life and just casually dating or whatever. And then you start to realize that this person, mm -hmm. I do believe that, you know, it. you can't plan for falling in love. But I also do believe that you can plan to open yourself up and oh, to absolutely. say, okay, well, I'm going to let my guard down, which is what I did. Now, because you have been in love multiple times and you've had your heart broken, mm -hmm. do you believe that, the those broken hearted moments were true love that you have been in or was it what do you think because i know one situation i know that was a very that was a crazy situation what what do you think about that so i think that it depends on one the person's definition of true love right um because in every situation where and i've only I might be in trouble if we only get three loves because I've loved three people. <laughs> I've dated, you know, talked to, dealt with more than that, but I've loved three people. Mm -hmm. um, one situation, the one that you're talking about, um, 
that was the craziest love <laughs> that I ever experienced. And why I can say things hit you out of nowhere. Um, and so we have to be mindful, too, of what we open ourselves up to. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like I opened myself up to Pandora's box. And all kind of tricks came out of that box. <laughs> things that I was not prepared for. Just things that I didn't want welcomed into my life mm -hmm. but it did happen but if we're just talking about based on feelings emotions actions all the things that you base love off of then I definitely was in love I I don't regret it because I've learned so much from that situation mm -hmm. and I feel like I've grown so much and I've gained so many things mm -hmm. from the situation but if I had it to do all over again I absolutely would not do it um again but i definitely loved him um so would you say that you're a a lover like do you like what am i trying to say okay i guess you and i for example you said you've been in love three times mm -hmm. and me, I can't say that I have been in love that many times. Mm -hmm. So would you say that you're you're attracted to love, I guess is what I'm trying to say? No. No? Quite the opposite. Really? Yeah, because think about it from just the time frame that you've known me. There's been, and I'm not trying to tell all my business, but there's been, you know, quite a few people. Mm -hmm. And out of those few people, and then the time frames in between it or whatever, I've only loved three people. Yeah, that's true. Out of, you know, however many guys that I've dated or, or talked to, whatever the situation may be. Most people, because I'm so, you have to really know me to know, oh, okay, Anitra is an emotional person. Mm -hmm. Because they might think that my emotions, the only emotions that I have are anger or something. <laughs> they may not think. Um, seriously, like one day, um, the guy who doesn't love me, I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> but um, we'll just call him Chef. Okay. So, <laughs> Chef told me. One day, he was like, Anitra, you have this really hard exterior, and most people probably don't know that, like, you're so soft. And I'm like, I'm not soft. And he was like, yeah, that's what most people think, but you're really soft on mm -hmm. the inside. But you have to know me. Mm -hmm. I have to really feel comfortable. And for me, that comes with love. That's why, like, my love is, is limited. Mm -hmm. How many friends do I have? Three. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> my love is really limited. My circle is limited. The people that I share with, open myself up to, um, want to really spend my time with is limited. So I'm not a, a lover, per se. Um, because when I do love, though, I love hard. Yes, you do. And it, it's hard for me to let go of that or separate because I feel like, what... Like, I've opened myself up to this situation, and I have opened my heart. I've given my heart, and, you know, for it not to be treated kindly or for the situation just not to to work out is, like, almost devastating for me. So, yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite question, or this is my favorite topic to hear people talk about. Yeah. Can you be in love with two people at the same time? <laughs> no! 
<laughs> so this is, I guess, one of my favorites too. I've debated with people or just listened to people talk about that. Um, so I'm gonna ask you that first. You answer. We've that. had Do this conversation think... before. I think that you can be in love with two people at the same time. Now, hear me out. I know that you can love multiple people at the same time, mm -hmm. but actually being in love with two people at the same time, that's a, it's, it's a stretch because one, your heart is really so full with being in love with somebody. How is there room to be in love with somebody else? Mm -hmm. But let's say this is just an example. I don't, I, I'm not speaking from experience, but let's say that I had a boyfriend when I was 21 and we dated for five years and we were in love things just didn't work out and then i met somebody else in my 30s and i'm in love with that person but i still am in love because i still keep in contact with the person that things didn't work out with we just things just didn't work out but i still if i could change one thing about that person maybe our relationship whatever wouldn't work in our relationship if i could change that one thing i would still choose to be with this person at this point in time and I would still choose the other person that I'm in love with as well that I think is possible I do not think that it is possible <laughs> not at all not a little bit um I think that people who say it that it's a stretch they look suspect to me <laughs> and you don't really love somebody okay I I'm going to give you a really good example of why it doesn't make sense to me okay now I know that everybody is different but I think that if I am in love with somebody, right, active love with somebody, mm -hmm. I think that it is impossible for me to even be able to open myself up to be in love with somebody else. Either I don't really love the person that I initially was with or this other thing is infatuation or it's for some temporary reason mm -hmm. I just can't fathom being in love with more than one person because I think that um, I think that once you love a person you never stop but I absolutely think that you can fall out of love I agree so I think that in your situation it well with the scenario that you gave there is no way for you to because to be in love with somebody, okay, love is an action word. Yes. Okay, so love requires actions and all these things. And by you experiencing those actions, and if it's there, if it's meant to happen, and you fall in love with that person, that's also an action. You're actively doing it. That love is nurtured. Mm -hmm. You can't be in love with somebody that you're not nurturing that situation you're not nurturing that love and if you're nurturing that love then how can you have time to nurture somebody else's love like love <laughs> takes a lot out of you it I does. just doesn't it, it it doesn't make sense to me i don't understand i don't i think that you don't love somebody in that scenario that you are lying to yourself lying to them or you're just really confused yeah well i've heard people say you know if you are in love with two people always choose the second person because you would have never if you were in love with the first person that wouldn't be a second person or something I agree like with that. that i absolutely agree with that i don't i just think about my own personal situations um i can't see it like current currently mm -hmm. like my used to be the the second love the love that just was like 
shouldn't have never been there. Mm-hmm. But it was. Um, by the time that the third love came around, for what my used to be was to me at those moments, like... I may always love him for, but I had already fallen out of love. Mm -hmm. Too much had already happened. My heart had been bruised and and hurt too much for me to want to nurture that love or actively be in love with him, Mm -hmm. especially because I am loyal to a fault, to people who don't even deserve it in situations with guys. So for me to even be open to something or somebody else, like I had already fallen out of love. I just, I don't see it, but that's, you know, just me. I don't see it though. I don't think so. All right. So you did mention that love is an action word, which I agree. Mm -hmm. Somebody can tell you they love you, but they have to show it as well. Absolutely. Do you have a definition for love? Can you define love? Hmm. Okay. So I have maybe... A definitive definition? No. Maybe a couple of different definitions or for different types of love. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if you really love somebody, that you are almost 99.9% of the time going to put them, their needs, their wants above your own. Mm-hmm. I think that you are willing to do and sacrifice for them more than you would for anybody else. Mm-hmm. I think that um, in in love, in real love, when you really, really love somebody, you truly see beyond yourself. It's not just about you I agree. anymore. It is about that person, their needs, their wants, and um, you guys collectively and not yourself individually. So I think that to really be in love with somebody, that even though we can be selfish beings at times, mm-hmm. it's a selfless act. It is. Because you have to really consider somebody else. So I think selfless is probably one of those things, if I'm defining love, that I would say. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask, do you think a selfish person could be in love? And if they do say that they're in love, do you think that it's true love? Because a selfish person would not be able to put somebody before themselves. I think that a selfish person could absolutely fall in love, but I don't think that they could stay in a relationship until they learned what what it really meant. I think that they can love from afar and love all that they want, but to have a bona fide relationship or really be with somebody, Mm -hmm. then they're going to have to learn that it's not always about you. Yeah. And I would necessarily, I definitely have selfish moments. And that's a hard lesson for me to learn. Um, <laughs> that's definitely a hard lesson for me to, to learn to really, it's not always going to be about me. Um, what is that? It's a cat. And then behind it, it's a possum. No way. Yeah. Are you see? see I see that, it. See the cat running from it. Oh and wow! The back there. And that's not love. <laughs> that's <laughs> now not this love. this is. I'm I'm gonna ask this last question, mm-hmm. and then if you have any for me, then you can ask me. But do you think that 
Um, how do you feel about unconditional love and conditional love? And unconditional, you know, there are no limits, there are no boundaries, there everything is just it's unconditional. Mm-hmm. And I've heard of people being loved with conditions. I love you to an extent, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you feel about that? Would you be up for conditional love or does it have to be unconditional with you? Not saying that you go into everything looking for love, but <laughs> if you require a love in return, of course, most people would say they want it to be unconditional. Have you ever experienced so, a conditional love where they there were conditions and limitations and stuff? Absolutely. Um, I think the easiest, and this is not romantic love, but the easiest unconditional love is from parent to child. Mm-hmm. There are no conditions on that yes. love because that's the the easiest. It's a a given. That's your seed. That's you know your your child. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the easiest. I think that romantic love is a little bit harder. Um, I think that until you get to a certain stage in your relationship, I think that. The love should be conditional. I don't. I think that, um, independent on what you believe in, but I don't think that a girlfriend and a boyfriend that there should be unconditional love, because no, we need some conditions on this. <laughs> we we need. There are some limitations because the same thing that I'm gonna do for my husband is not the same thing I'm gonna do for my boyfriend because the stakes are different. Yes, definitely. So I think that in love, though, while love is a, it makes you irrational. It is an irrational, illogical thing that you have to think a little bit. You mm-hmm. have to be smart about it, and that you should put limits on it because the same thing I'm gonna go through with and for my husband, I'm not going through with and for my boyfriend. Um. And that's that's it's, it's funny that you say that because there have been or there are times when people will say, well, you have to prove to me that you're worthy to be my wife or to be my husband. So in a relationship where it's a boyfriend and girlfriend and somebody is like, well, you got to show me that, you know, you got to do wifey shit or you got to do husband shit in order for me to even get to that point. And this is more so from a dude's standpoint that I've heard this. Like, man, she don't do wifey. And and this is the funniest part. The things that people request from their girlfriend or boyfriend is not the thing that they will want to marry. Like, they want you to be a freak in the sheets and all mm-hmm. this other kind of stuff, but they don't want to marry a freak. Like, right. I'm not... Like, so, what you said is true. There has to be limitations there because... Has to be. If I'm out here wilding for you trying to prove my love to you, and then at the end of the day, I'm not you. You don't even think I'm worthy to even marry, or you don't even you like. Oh, she did this. I'm not gonna marry that. You know that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So that's true. Right. I never looked at it from that aspect about limitations. That's I good. I think that um, yeah, like I said, so the stakes are different, mm-hmm. and what you have to gain or lose is different. So if a a guy or even a woman, because I think that this may be a little bit off topic, but it all goes hand in hand. I think that I hear so many women say that, oh, if I, if we together, if I sleep with him, I expect him to be able to give me money or that (laughs) he needs to be able to pay bills or pay my bills. And Mm -hmm. I think like, hold up, hold, pause. Wait a minute, because one, that's kind of backwards, and two, that's never what I'm going to teach my son. Um, Son, 
if you are in a relationship with somebody, then you respect her, you know, y'all, whatever it is that y'all want to do, but she's not your wife, you don't have to take care of her. There are some things that you can see without actually seeing. Mm -hmm. You know, you know if a person is a good dude, if she's a good woman, if she'll make a, a good wife, um... But she won't make a good wife if she's pretending to be your wife now and you haven't even committed to her. Mm -hmm. She doesn't owe that to you. Right. And he doesn't owe that to you to pay your bills. And if you decide to lay down and spread your legs, that was absolutely your choice. <laughs> but don't think that you get to charge a fee for it. Mm -hmm. um, if so, then on Tulane, you know, they have plenty of corners that you can stand <laughs> on if that's what you're doing. Like, let's keep it real. Not on 4th Street. <laughs> Girl, wherever you want to go, they have plenty of corners for you to stand on if you're charging a fee for what's between your legs. But, so that for me, for me, even if I love you, like, I mean, love you want to be with you can see myself with you mm -hmm. there are limits to my love or at least limits to my actions mm -hmm. the love may be there but i'm not going to give you everything when when i'm when I'm gonna get my husband and right. even if you are my husband what am i going to give you that is different from this relationship because marriage and girlfriend and boyfriend are two totally different things two mm -hmm. totally different levels the expectation is different the commitment is different and what i'm willing to do for you is different because although marriages do break up when you get married you are marrying for life in your mm -hmm. vows you say so that do Just us part. Right. So whatever it is that I am doing with you and for you is because I am making an investment mm -hmm. into you. And this is for the rest of my life. That's not the same thing with girlfriend and boyfriend. We could break up today or tomorrow. Right. And I'm not giving you all of me, all of my love, everything that I have to give. And then there's nothing else to give to yeah. whomever. So yeah, yeah. There's, there are plenty a limit and I mean I've done a lot for people and I've done a lot for love mm -hmm. for the sake of love but there are limits and the older I get and if I don't get married soon there's gonna be even more limits <laughs> so yeah that brings me to the next thing um at this age do you are you dating to marry are you like if you meet somebody and let's just say you know you're very forward and say hey this is the point I'm at in my life, and this is what mm -hmm. I'm looking for. That's what I'm working towards. Do you think that's too forward, or do you think that that's cutting, excuse me, cutting down on you waste, wasting your time? Would you do something like I that? I think, yeah, I think that um, everything, once you reach a certain age, when you're 19, 20, anything with 425, okay, go ahead and play. Yeah. You don't have to date for any sake other than just dating, having mm -hmm. fun, getting to know people, figuring out yourself. Yeah, memories, um, yeah. 26 and beyond that, I think that we have to start being intentional in what we do. That will cut down on some partners. Mm -hmm. That will cut down on some um, heartbreak. Mm -hmm. That will cut down on some... Just wasting time. I agree. I think that we should definitely, if if I'm dating you, 
everybody's not going to be the one. So when if I say this to you, that doesn't mean that I think that you're the one. I'm just telling you that I'm dating for a purpose. Yeah. I'm putting it out there that um, I'm not dating to just have a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm not dating to have casual sex. I'm not dating just for the sake of having something to do on a Thursday or Friday night. Right. I'm dating you to see if we are compatible, if we will have a good time together, if we can build something, if there is some chemistry. And then from that point on, the goal is to get married. Right. And that's not saying that you're trying to marry just anybody and everybody and any person that you date. But it's that, okay, that's the purpose. So if I date you, I meet you, and then it's not working out, we don't need to go on 12 more right. dates to figure that out. Perfect. All right. Thank mm-hmm. you, sir. It didn't work it out. And keep yeah. it moving. Because you can you can go through all of this and y'all, done, y'all are not on the same page. You want to get married and this person has no... Marriage is not in his future. So right. it cuts out on a lot. And that brings me to... When I was celibate, for the time period that I was celibate for those three years, at first I was kind of shying away from sharing with guys that Mm -hmm. I was celibate. I would just, you know, go on dates and I would wait until we got to that point and I would say, hey, I'm celibate. I'm not having sex right now. And it's not that I'm waiting until marriage. I'm just waiting for a relationship. I'm Mm -hmm. not just going to have sex with no casual sex, basically. So I would meet dudes and we would hang out and go out and then I would tell them that I was celibate and then I wouldn't hear from them again. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, I'm like, well, I don't need to waste my time. So then I started right. telling them as soon as I met them, hey, well, you know, once I figured yeah. that they were trying to holler and all this, I'm like, I'm celibate. I'm not, you know, and you would not believe how many people they would just be like, oh, okay, well, you know, nice talking to you and just walk off mm-hmm. or they would get my number and never call, whatever the case may be. But that weeded out a whole lot of people right. who I didn't have, I didn't have to go through that wasting my time with them. I didn't have to go through that. And it, it's crazy that that's what, you know, you have to be, it's crazy that at that point I realized that some guys really that's all they wanted and right. I would always tell people every time I tell a story I'm like they missed out on getting to know a great person all because all they wanted to do was have sex with me but it saved me a whole lot of time a whole lot of heartbreak mm-hmm. because what if I was interested in a certain person and then he's like oh well you're not giving up sex and I don't want to deal with you and it's like is that all there is to people mm-hmm. that's I mean I know that sex is important in relationships but for that to be your determining factor and if you're going to get to know me or not, as if I'm going to have sex with you. That just, it boggles my mind. So I I would definitely approach a situation like that as well. Letting somebody know, hey, this is my intention. I am... I'm looking to get married and start a family or have a family. I'm not looking to just play... I played those games a long time ago, so... Right. And just to speak on what you said, for me, I think that... um, And I'm pretty sure you did too. I would appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Let me know what it is that you want. And also, I think I appreciate I appreciate them walking away because some people, you know, men definitely love a challenge. Mm-hmm. So some people will court you and date you and try to wear you down until they do just to get it and mm-hmm. then be out. And then it's like, really? really? Mm-hmm. And you know, that's where the show Snapped came from, I'm pretty sure. And women <laughs> got tired of that. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> But, yeah, so I appreciate them taking a step back and knowing what it is that they are looking for, whatever Mm -hmm. it is that they want, and saying, well, you know what? I'm not going to bark up that tree. I'm not going to go that way. So I appreciate it. Keep your distance if that's Mm -hmm. what you want because I'm going in a different direction. And that leads me to this. Um, Men 
uh, my friend Rayan, we always have this conversation. And I say that we have done a disservice to our girls and our boys, and we've taught them the wrong thing. We always say, like we preach in church and everywhere, you know, no sex before marriage, no sex, don't have sex, don't have sex, um, for all these different reasons. And I think that we put so much emphasis on the body and not saying that the, you know, because we take that, you know, your body is your temple. Mm -hmm. Um, we take that to heart. Right. But I think that because we put so much emphasis on that, that makes that so much more important than mm -hmm. everything else. And I think that, but instead of saying, Hey, guard your body, guard your lady parts, you know, guys, you know, guard your your boy parts or whatever it is mm -hmm. we need to teach people to guard, guard your hearts mm -hmm. if you guard your heart then there are so many people that won't even it get a chance to get yes. close to you that's because you guard your heart come if you through girl come I'm, through that's if a word you guard your heart then there are one so many conversations so many situations so many things that you are not going to do because your heart is guarded you are going to your heart is the thing that's mm -hmm. sacred not your not your body parts your heart is the thing that is closest to your soul not your body parts because when we die mm -hmm. it's like we're leaving these bodies behind mm -hmm. your heart and your soul like and not the heart that's just beating in your chest like the essence of who you the are you, yeah. the the things that you let close to you is what's going to leave with you and even the things that people are going to remember so guard your heart mm -hmm. if you Keep guard your, your three stacks hello <laughs> if you guard your heart then you don't even have to worry about guarding your body because it's a given mm -hmm. if i won't even let you close to me emotionally you know you can't touch me yeah if i won't even entertain certain conversations with you yeah if i treat my if i put myself on a pedestal and treat myself like my heart is golden yeah not my coochie Yes. <laughs> you know, because everybody, everybody doesn't have a good heart. Yeah, oh, everybody yeah. is not, have the, the same type of spirit. Mm -hmm. But every, every female has a vagina. Yes. Every female. Yes. That's not what I teach Taylor. If I teach Taylor to respect her whole self, mm -hmm. her whole body, her heart, that to guard who you talk to, mm -hmm. even just in regular friendships and conversations yeah. and the things that you entertain, if I teach her to guard that then i don't have to tell her to guard her vagina yeah that i'm teaching her the wrong thing and then that leads to so many other things we tell everybody to you know don't do this don't do that and we make it so important we put like sexuality not even sexuality because we don't talk about sexuality but we just talk about the act of sex mm -hmm. we put sex so far high up on the list that that makes people want to do it because we make it seem like it's such yeah. a sacred thing mm -hmm. and it's like anything you tell people to stay away from, from is what they're they, gonna draw they, they want to really do it. Yeah. exactly it's what they really really want to do but then that opens them up to so much stuff it opens them up to what they think is love and then yeah. it, it rushes things because if you tell people oh wait until you you know you get married to have sex and then you, you know rush and get you married rush and get so married. that you can have sex, and now you're stuck in the marriage that, that don't mean diddly, yeah, 
watch mm -hmm. just because of those physical that biology just because of some biology because of the way that our bodies are are made up and those hormones and all of this extra mm -hmm. stuff and you rushed and made a rash decision just because you wanted to get some and then you got it and it wasn't even good and then <laughs> so what you're saying is test drive the car first no <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying you know but no, I got you. you you rush to do all of these things because we put sex so high up mm -hmm. there and I think that we don't discuss love, the essence of love, what it really is to love somebody and just the things that come along with that because yeah, yeah sex will come along with love. Mm -hmm. um, everybody will be presented with sex at one point or another but if we just teach people how to truly guard their heart, guard their spirit, mm -hmm. then... The love that we really desire is going to come to us. Yeah. And we don't have to put so much emphasis on sex and, and getting some. Because, trust me, if you love a person, it makes it 9,000 times better anyway than if it's just any random. Because... That's, that's a situation all in itself. Yeah, yeah. Which is beyond me. And, and I've never... And I always tell my friend this when we're talking. And I'm always... I'm always talking about how much I hate sex. I hate sex. I hate sex. And I love sex. I love the act of sex, but I hate casual sex. Yes. I hate I hate the fact that people will just cross that line with anybody. And mm -hmm. it's like, I think that love is supposed to be an intimate thing. Well, sex is supposed to be an intimate thing with somebody you love. That's supposed Absolutely. to be something that is, that is cherished. And it's supposed to be something that is, um, um, what's the word? Uh, sacred it's yeah. it's supposed to be something that's not just thrown thrown out here because i really do believe and i've i saw this one i heard about this in church one time and then i saw the quote uh going around like on instagram and stuff but when you have sex with somebody you exchange spirits when you, mm -hmm. that person enters inside of you things about that person can rub off onto you and i believe that i absolutely believe that i feel like i had to have a little mini exorcism and then not just the that person whomever they've had mm -hmm. sex with yes you know like all of that is that picture depicts it so well it does. when you see the 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 man and the woman and then you see all the people inside and them that they've had and, all, and that's crazy that that's a, that's why i believe that when you love someone like you said love with love that's gonna come but that casual sex and that creates, I think all of that brings out different uh, different demons in people. You're Absolutely. having sex with people you just met that you don't know, and this is why a lot of people don't love and they have trouble loving and they don't know what true love is. And Absolutely. because of all, it's still oh, it's crazy. We, that's and a whole nother topic. A whole nother it, topic. Geez, Louise, but but yes. I think that it goes along with when you really love somebody being selfless. Yeah. Because when you have sex with just anybody you know it's about them getting off oh and you know quick and then you laying in like on. but when you love somebody you want to actually please them yes. so you're gonna try to make sure that they get to their point before you get to yours yes. and you take the time to know Man, their body you you take the time to know them, what they like, what they don't like, or whatever. Like, you mm -hmm. truly finesse the situation. Yes. You are not trying to just, oh, let me get me and just be done with yeah, it. Yeah, man. You know, so everything, everything truly is better. Like, the stuff that you say, like, you know, the, the sky is blue, the birds are chirping more. Everything is better with love mm -hmm. if it's if it's really love, if it's really meant to be. Like, it doesn't have to be all of that 
the the negative stuff or whatever. And sometimes it comes along with it, but if it does come along with it, it could be love, but it doesn't mean that it's the kind of love that you need, that yeah. you want, or the kind of love that loves you back. Yeah. You know, but we have to be, I think, really mindful of of that. But All right. So, well, before we close this out, yesterday on the Instagram live that created all the issues that we had, this... <laughs> We are never drinking again, <laughs> FYI. But during the I, the IG, <laughs> during the IG live, Zenobia asked, "How do you, when love is one sided, mm-hmm. what, what do you do?" I, I don't. I believe. I think one that love cannot. It can be one sided, but it can only be one sided if you continue to allow it to be. Yeah. So if somebody does not love you and you're constantly knowing at them saying, hey, love me, love me, love me, that I don't think that'll it, it, it'll never work. It won't. Um, I can speak. From and you're not you're not you're not in a one sided love. So don't come with that BS. Don't come with it. Listen, Linda, listen, okay. <laughs> um, I think. I think that maybe that's probably what makes my situation harder for me because I do believe that he loves me, in all honesty. Thank you. I do believe that he loves me, um, so I don't understand it. I have recently, you know, in conversations with um, one of my other best friends, just in things that we talk about, I always tell her that we don't have to understand i don't have to understand why angie may does certain things i don't have to understand why you do it how you do it or whatever i just know that you did it mm-hmm. and that's what i have to deal with i don't have to understand it so that's the place that i'm trying to get myself to is that um i can't control everything i can't control every situation and it is hard loving a person and not being with that person especially if you know that they do love you mm-hmm. um that's hard. It's really hard for me. It's hard for me to deal with, and it's hard because I don't understand it, but there's nothing that I can do about it. I think that in a situation, if you love somebody and you feel that they don't love you back, it's even harder because because you do love them, it's hard to walk away because you want to you find yourself in a situation of proving why you are worthy of love mm-hmm. and why you're lovable and why they should love you. And nobody should love you based on how you love them. Because yes. that's not how it yes. works. And if a person... One, okay, love is definitely action. It's um, The emotional part is a feeling, something that you you really can't explain. You can't make a person do that. You can't make a person love you. Mm -hmm. And if you have to prove to a person that you are worth loving, then they're not ready for you, meant for you, or uh, deserving of you anyway. I agree. You shouldn't have to beg somebody to love you. Right. I'm not going to beg you to love me. I'm not going to try to show you that I am lovable. Either you want to love me or you don't want to love me. Either you will or you won't. And if you do love me, either you're going to actively love me or you're not going to. And that's just the, you know, the beginning and the end of it, Mm -hmm. period. Like there is no in between to that. Either it is or it isn't. 
And if you will find yourself in a one-sided love situation, then find yourself in another situation. Yes. Get out of it. And I I'm agree. not saying it's easy because nothing dealing with love is easy. ever is. No. But Falling in love is easy. Oh, it's ooh, so easy to fall so in love. But it that's, that's the you. end of it. That's, that's, that's where the easy part ends. Yeah, that's where <laughs> it ends. And then you have to... Make a decision. I think that everything, even in love, in life, in marriage, and everything is all about decisions and choices. And sometimes you have to absolutely choose yourself and choose your happiness because you deserve that. No matter anybody else's thoughts, feelings, whatever, you deserve happiness. Mm -hmm. So if the situation you find yourself in is not serving your soul, if it is not making you happy... On that level, if it is bringing you down, if you have to question yourself, if it makes you doubt yourself and why this person doesn't love you, then you need to run, run quickly, uh, and run often away from any situation like that that does not serve your soul. That's not what love is about. Love is uplifting. Love is encouraging. I love agree. makes you feel like you can conquer anything. anything. Mm -hmm. You wake up in the morning and knowing that you are the absolute shit and that y'all about to conquer this world together yes. that's what love makes you feel like love makes you feel like you are invincible mm -hmm. if you feeling defeated every day baby that's not love it's that's not. something else that's the opposite so get out of that i i got you thank you anitra this was interesting i thought it would have been a little bit more um debative is that a word debative um, it would have been a little bit more of a debate between us, but I think we pretty much had the same kind of views a little bit. Because you always want to debate me, that's why. <laughs> I'm the great debater, clearly. Thank you but so much. Thank you for having me. No problem. P.S. So, final thoughts on love, Anitra. Would you choose love after your heartbreaks that you've had? Would you choose love over and over again? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> I'm so glad you say that because all the time you say, I hate love. I'm never falling in love again. I, I hate know. men. I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this. I'm glad that you would still choose love over and over again. I am to my soul a hopeless romantic and I absolutely believe in love. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's a, a beautiful thing. And there's nothing compared that compares to being in love. I agree. It Nothing is a beautiful compares, thing. So. And for me, I would choose love. Even though Anitra thinks that I've never been in love, I would choose love. <laughs> I would choose love over and over again because I do believe that it's beautiful. I believe that it makes you a better person. I believe that each time you fall in love or you're in love, you learn something new. You experience something new because people are different. Not everybody's going to love you the same way. And we were on IG Live and talking about the... Um, I think it was on our first part that we recorded too, but we were talking about the way, uh, the five love languages. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, you learn how to love people when you really get to know that person and open yourself up to them and figure out how they receive love. That cre it, it makes you get creative. Mm -hmm. And I've seen you be very creative in love. You know, somebody you used to be loved up. Uh, sweet potato pie what was that no peach, peach cobbler, cobbler. Mm -hmm. and you would make some peach cobbler <laughs> at any given moment it love makes you creative and i remember my ex told me that i was creative in love he said that i was 
that my love was creative and I, I appreciated that because mm-hmm. I do I have gone out of my way to do things to show people mm-hmm. you know this is a way of me showing you that I care about you I remember Absolutely. um going get some letters from the store and putting it on a t-shirt now this was before like iron-on patches and stuff this was like well maybe they did have iron-on patches I just got the ones that you had to sew on and I made a shirt that said I love this person and I wore it when he came home mm-hmm. and you did that I as did, well yeah. you know so it's like yeah love is beautiful and it brings out the kid in you it just it, it's a beautiful thing and I love it and I will always choose it yeah I will always choose love as you put it I would choose love over over and over again and eventually it's gonna stick like the love that you choose <laughs> it's gonna choose you back you so and it's silly. gonna stick and then <laughs> it's gonna be like all of my favorite rom-coms and all of the books that I've read about love and yes. all of that stuff eventually it'll be like that but our own version because yes. I don't want uh, a copycat love it'll be our own version of our happily ever after I, yeah. uh do you have you seen p.s i love you i have that's one of my favorite movies that movie makes me cry it's like this man knew this woman so well mm-hmm. that even in death even in death girl i can't i simply cannot cannot oh my gosh <laughs> cannot man that is so crazy well i can assure y'all that Anitra's gonna be back because she's very interesting. <laughs> but from this day forward, no more liquor. I promise you. At least not Anitra and I having liquor while recording the podcast. Who's better to have liquor, drinks with, and talk with than your best friend? Who's better? Nobody. Uh, somebody nobody, with limits. Somebody with some baby. conditions. <laughs> no, somebody with some conditions that would say no stop. Conditions. Stop. No. No more drinks. <laughs> No, like it just was all off yesterday. But I'm I'm happy. I'm fine. I'm glad that we got a chance to redo. You guys, you know why we're gonna do it again Lodge and again tell. and again. Lodge you know why? Tell. Because she loves me. <laughs> Ain't no That's love. Why. Ain't no love. <laughs> because she loves me. Oh goodness. Well, thank you all for listening. You can follow me as usual, sincerely angm.tumblr.com. Anitra, you can find her on Instagram. Her name is Um Um We'll get back to you on that. It will be tagged in her post because I don't know. Maybe I'm having residual effects from last night. That's probably what it is. But if you find me, then you'll find her. But I will try and have her tagged down below in a description box so that you can follow her and see the craziness that is her (laughs) in real life. So (laughs) thank you all for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.